Discover the ins and outs of the oil and gas industry right now with Roy Holly, Kim Bilotto, and Alvin Bailey in the Oil Patch. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer. Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. Sponsored by Steer and the Calic Auto Group. Hi, everybody. I'm Roy Holly, along with Kim Bilotto and Alvin Bailey. And today on In the Oil Patch, Kim Bilotto visits with Mark Boudria the lead solutions engineer at Chaotic Moon Studios. Alvin Bailey, ask the expert, and you'll have a chance to win a $75 gift certificate to the Palm Restaurant in Houston. In the Oil Patch starts next. Hi, Alvin Bailey for the good folks at North Park Toyota. Here's some trivia for you. Can you name the only full-size pickup truck that's built in Texas? Well, if you said the Toyota Tundra, you'd be right. Toyota Tundra pulled the space shuttle. So yeah, it can handle your trailer and your boat, The Tundra is available in 18 different configurations of six trim levels that can all tow more than five tons. And North Park Toyota is your Tundra headquarters. The number one Tundra dealer in Central and South Texas, and for good reason, the best price, the largest selection, and the best customer service. Come see why North Park Toyota is a four-time winner of the Toyota President's Award for Outstanding Customer Satisfaction. Take I-35 South to the Fisher Road exit and follow the signs. Call 210-635-5000 or log on to NPToyota.com. North Park Toyota is a proud member of the Caleg Auto Group. Welcome to In the Oil Patch. Kim Bilotto, the publisher of Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine, tell us about In the Oil Patch radio show. Well, Roy, Alvin, the Oil Patch radio show is where the industry comes to speak to the community about what they're doing or working on within their communities We also hope to develop economic growth for businesses that are trying to network with oil and gas. The markets that we are covering with the Oil Patch Show is Houston and San Antonio, Corpus, and the Eagle Ford Shell. So it's a great opportunity for us to hear about the industry, advocate on behalf of the industry of what they're doing, and take some great opportunities to advertise as well. Speaking of advertising, why is it important to advertise to the oil and gas industry, Kim? You know, Alvin, I think that the majority of businesses really struggle with how and in what way do they get in front of an oil and gas company. It's not like you can just walk up to the gates of Marathon and tell them that you want to speak to the sales director or the procurement department. There are processes in place that a company must go through. And so what works for us really well through the magazine and through the oil patch show is to put a company in front of oil and gas companies and try to create the economic development between them. And the important part of being either advertising here on in the oil patch or in the magazine is that a lot of these procurement departments call for things. They're booking rooms for their workers. They're they're scheduling oil changes for the trucks. They're buying parts for this job and that job. So it's important to be able to bridge that gap between ABC Company and the oil and gas industry. That's a great point. A lot of the oil and gas companies, their directors or their supervisors live in another area. It could be Houston, could be Midland. And so when they travel into these areas, maybe Corpus or Eagle Ford Shale, they have really no knowledge of where to stay, where to eat, who to contact for specific things that they need to purchase. Now, the people that are living in the community, sure, they understand. But from an outside perspective looking in, this is where a lot of the decision makers live, and yet they really don't have a knowledge of when they're traveling into a specific area. So 
one of the things we do well is we blanket the whole entire state with Shell Magazine, and the radio show is also going into those areas. And so we are trying to be the conduit between you, the self-employed business owner, to the industry. Kim, what's going on with the magazine and the oil patch right now? Well, we're working on something really big. There are two things that are occurring. I'm very happy to report that this evening I will be traveling to Austin, Texas, in which we will have a great celebration for Commissioner David Porter, who is now the new chairman of the Railroad Commission. And also we are working on the state of energy that uh, we will have two events, one in Corpus Christi that is slated for October 14th, 2015 at the Solomon Ortiz Center as well as the State of Energy in San Antonio, which is slated for December 4th at Pearl Stables. Both of these events are really designed to give us an up-to-date minute of what is happening in the industry and to help answer questions that business owners may have, elected officials, other oil and gas companies. We will have some great speakers lined up. And I really encourage our listeners to get involved because this these two events will probably be sold out quickly from when we actually post it online. So we are looking forward to doing two events, one in Corpus and one in San Antonio. Kim, if somebody wants to promote their company in either Shale Magazine or here on In the Oil Patch, who should they contact? They can go to our website, Alvin, which is shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag.com, and there's an area there that if they want information, just fill it out, and we will have an account manager get back with them right away. You're listening to In the Oil Patch, and we'll be back in 60 seconds. Do you know what it takes to be number one? Do you know what it really means to be number one, like number one in the whole United States? Hi, folks. Alvin Bailey here to tell you about Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Trucks. They're number one in Ram chassis sales in 2014 for the whole country. And number one sales means number one inventory. With hundreds of Ram chassis available and upfitted from a standard flatbed to mechanic service and crane bodies to accommodate every industry. Whether farming, ranching, construction, plumbing, HVAC, electrical, delivery, hotshot, or even oil and gas. The team at the Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center has your inventory. Call today for your best deal. Let me give you the phone number. It's 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656 or visit bbdodge.com. The Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center, 547 South Seguin Avenue in New Braunfels, and a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. I'm Roy Holly, along with Alvin Bailey and our host, Kim Bellato. Kim, we have an exciting guest with a great story on the line today. Take it away. Well, Roy, Alvin, it's good to be back in the studio with you guys. We do have an exciting guest tonight. Mark, it's so nice to have you on the show this evening. There are a couple of reasons why I'm looking forward to having you interview with us this evening. And the first reason is because I'm interested to find out what kind of culture you guys have at Chaotic Moon in your studios and how you guys maintain that culture. Sure. First of all, thank you very much for having me, Kim. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell you a little bit about Chaotic Moon. We're a creative technology studio here in Austin, Texas. We're roughly about 160, 170 people strong and growing every day. Been around for about five years. We definitely have a seriously deep culture in innovation. We maintain that by experimenting inside of ourselves with emerging technology and then figuring out ways that we can bring that emerging technology to our client base. And we work with many of the largest brands in the world as far as their products go. We do, obviously, a lot of stuff in oil and gas as well as many other verticals and 
And we're very vertical agnostic. We believe that software and hardware together are technology and that all technology should be built through the lens of the user's experience with that technology. Well, you know, you guys are a partner of Shell Magazine, and so I was very excited because the other reason for my excitement is that we've never had a software company on our show before, much less one that has had such a ripple effect in the industry like you guys have to grow within five years to employing 170 employees is just phenomenal. And so can you briefly tell us what is a day in the life in y'all's office and what does that look like in downtown Austin? Well, you know, it is in downtown Austin, as you said, and that tends to make things always exciting. There's always something going on down here. As far as the offices go, a day in the life, it's Catacombs, a fantastic place to work, filled with divergent people whose skill sets are all over the map and have really great communication skills. It's a very, very intense place to be. It's a lot of work. But at the end of the day, the, the value that we bring to our customers is what drives every single person here in the company. And we're always wanting to expose and, and bubble up that value in unique ways. We never approach things like everybody else. It's hard to look at the landscape of software development and of engineering and, and say that we're like everybody else because in no way are we. You know, There's very few companies that can have a very serious conversation about big data and analytics in oil and gas, in big pharma, in insurance, in automotive, in all of these very big areas. And then at the same, in the same sentence, come out and say, and we built a 30-foot inflatable interactive tree. I mean, it's a huge wow. breadth of, uh, of experience and things that we work on and where we apply our techniques because, you know, in, in our world, most companies follow certain, you know, methodologies and processes that they apply. What makes it different for Chaotic Moon is the people that we apply and how we attack those projects and come to a conclusion and arrive at what the solution is. We put a lot of thought behind that, all focused around what the user is doing and what the user has to deal with. We, we understand that the big data side and the, and the engineering and analytics side and, and all of the integration stuff is a reality. It's like gravity. It exists. Everybody knows it's going to be there. But for too long, that energy has been the driving force for change rather than something that needs to adapt itself to what's right for the user. So we're flipping it on its ear, forcing things through the user's lens and, and being able to innovate and push there. And that lends to some, you know, really intense discussions. All of our teams are, you know, multidiscipline teams, and, and everybody works really hard to work together. We're all here for the same reason, and that's to create success for our clients and to help build digital business. And everybody signs up to kind of follow that uh, credo and, and push that forward in everything that they do. Well, it sounds like you're just the whole company is committed to the client and understanding the client and creating what the client needs. And I believe that our listeners have a great deal of questions about the oil and gas industry and how they're connecting. But one of the main questions that I wanted to ask is, how is the millennials mindset affecting the oil and gas specifically? That's a great question. And there are a number of different answers. But the number one thing that we've seen, you know, through our work in oil and gas, and of course, anybody who's been in the industry a while can, you know, agree to this statement that for the last couple of decades, the workforces coming into oil and gas have been dropping off. And a big part of the reason that they've been dropping off is not because oil and gas work doesn't pay very well, but it's because of the tool set that they have to work with. 
you know, I, I've been privy to most of the control systems out there, and I, and I can tell you that they all have one common theme and that they were built in 1986 and really haven't changed since then. But yet technology has accelerated at warp speed around them. So the millennials coming in look at this software that they're going to be sitting in front of eight hours a day, five days a week, and they say, no way, this, this is not for me, this is not what I want to do. It's confusing, it's overbearing, it's very rigid, it's not malleable, it doesn't give me information, it just tells me things, and it tells me those things in a very one-dimensional way. So a lot of our work has been around modernizing that sort of user experience and user interfaces with solid design and kind of modern methodologies and modern frameworks that help with both the sustainment of the application over time and its evolution and making it a serious impact right off the bat so that we're you know affecting margin on the back end. And the only way we can do that is to understand the processes. And by understanding the processes and what the user has to go through, that helps us pick what the right technology to apply to that problem would be. And that's a big part of it. So understanding the process kind of informs sort of the technological audit and understanding of where the company's at today. It informs the software audit that's going to happen is what they have to deal with today. And then all of that stuff works together in the next phase to start coming up and, and formatting and designing out that solution. So since you deal with the technology consistently, can you tell me the best way oil and gas enterprises can keep track of every resource they oversee? So it, and it's not so much about keeping track of every resource. What it is, it's about using and applying something like predictive analytics to help better understand the usage of their resources, how they are used over time, how they're used today in real time, our goal is to help them be able to make data-driven decisions in the moment. Currently, with most analytics and most companies out there, they're looking back at historical data, and they're looking at it typically in some Excel sheet, and they're saying, all right, this is how we've done it in the past. This is how we've done it in the past, and everything is looking back in time, but nothing is saying, what do we have going on right now that we can Look back at the past, but also look at and start to predict where we're going to go in the future. So instead of having to go and do all of this stuff, having a user interface that bubbles that information up for you at that moment is what's really important. And in that way, they can keep track of what's going on across the board. You know, One of the areas that we spend a lot of time focusing on is sort of correlated analytics, where we're taking pieces of information from what are currently desperate systems and, and disconnected and sort of siloed and bringing the important piece of data from all of those disconnected systems into one interface that allows for a very holistic view of a data set. You know, you have somebody drilling a borehole, the data set that they're looking at is very unique to what they're doing, but that same data is informing somebody else in some other part of the process of how they're going to make the mud, what kind of fluid are they going to use. All of these things are informational points that don't typically play all well together. They're very separate things that sort of stay in their silo. You know, a lot of times one of the problems that some companies have is a call comes in from the field. And instead of the field asking the questions to the engineering group that's receiving the information, and then that engineering group coming up with an answer and feeding that back to the field, a lot of time what's coming in from the field is more of them asking and dictating the answer, and then the people on the other end take it, experiment, do what they have to do, fill the order, and send it out. And that's not 
necessarily the best way because that answer coming in from the field, although it may be very right, is typically based on many, many years of tribal knowledge, right? That person who's putting that order in for that particular fracking fluid has been doing it for 25 years understands all of the nuances of the rock formations and of the pressures and, and whatnot and, how, and the depths that they're going to be working in and applies what they know from what they've learned over the last 20 years. And that's great, and it's useful, and it's awesome that those people exist. The problem is that's not sustainable. What happens when they leave when they retire? That, in, that tribal knowledge goes right out the door, and, and now you're left with a workforce that doesn't have all that nuance of understanding. So we have to figure out ways to capture that nuance and that tribal information and be able to pass that forward to the generations that are coming up. You know, Mark, you speak of a, a very good point, which is the industry is identifying they do have those issues. The world keeps evolving, and it's difficult to keep up with all of the constant changes and updates. So how do you think oil and gas companies can increase their margins with new technology? As a company, we've been engaged with uh, many of the large players in the energy sector, and they come to us, and it typically will start off with a strategy or something sort of experimental, them getting their feet wet, working with a company like Chaotic Moon. It's only been really recently that companies have started to embrace looking outside of their you know, direct world around them and reaching out to companies like us, and then, of course, us sort of kicking doors in and saying, you need to listen to what we have to say. But we've gone off and we've done a number of ROI studies specifically on oil and gas. And what we've focused on is what is the value of simply making a better interface to a particular piece of software or to a platform of software? And what we've found is that there are so many inefficiencies that the amount of value that we can gain is upwards of $100 million a month in some instances. You know, there are processes in, in play in software that takes multiple days to set up now that going through our methodologies and with the changes that we've made, we've cut that what took two days down to now takes two hours. Mm. That's a huge savings. When you scale that across 50,000 workers over a couple of thousand wells, yes. that's a lot of money. <laughs> right. So. You know, and, and we're not we're not coming in to try and ever change the way that an oil and gas company uses their engineering because they've spent decades doing amazing work there. And these engineers that they have on staff are very, very, very well skilled and know what they know and they know it inside and out. Our goal is to put polish on that and to make it infinitely more usable. So they do a great job collecting data and streaming that data and processing that data. Where they fail at is exposing that information to the user. Well, Mark, I've got one last question for you concerning technology. So what are some of the opportunities from a hardware perspective that are relevant to what you guys do? So for us, we really view, and this is a kind of across-the-board feeling within Chaotic Moon, and it's a unique sort of view for companies that play in our world, we view that hardware and software are not two separate things, that together they are technology. If you want to work and fix one, you need to understand and build for the other. So we spend a lot of time and energy internally working and playing with hardware. One of the greatest revolutions that has been happening over the last five, ten years has been this sort of emergence of embedded technology, and it's being easily accessible for many, many years embedded technology, which is the stuff that's in your street lights and can, your water meter and, and all of those things. It's all embedded technology. But it's been a very dark art, one that not many people knew about, not many people understood how to work with it. It was very difficult and time-consuming and, and very tedious work. 
those days have sort of phased out, and now what we're left with is this ability to work with technology in a very malleable way. So we can use low-cost sensors and low-cost techniques to solve expensive problems. Take, for instance, monitoring a pipeline. You know, there are plenty of very big kind of IoT plays where it'll stream all kinds of data and it's all hardened and, you know, multi-environment, blah, 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 blah. The problem with all of that is that it costs, you know, $15,000 a unit. And when you've got a pipeline that's 5,000 miles long, you're not going to put something every 100 yards that costs $15,000, right? You're right. going to put that heavy-duty, hardened technology at key points along the way that you need to monitor. And that's great, and that's where they belong. But there's things that you can do over the course of that pipeline that don't cost $15,000 a piece. They maybe cost $200 a piece. They're very simple. They're low power. They can be powered through solar, and they can relay information through simple mesh networking techniques. And all of that stuff can roll up to a central operations center and then provide that sort of moment-to-moment -moment where we're at today, what's the state of the pipeline, that, those sorts of things. So the kind of evolution of embedded technology is being more accessible and, and infinitely more malleable mm -hmm. um, has opened up a ton it, of opportunity. It sounds like you guys are helping the industry understand through technology that there is a better way of doing it and a more efficient and cheaper way of doing it as well. Mark, thank you um, for coming in and talking to us today. But before you leave, can you give us what your website is and your contact information if any of our listeners would like to get in contact with you? Sure. Uh, our website, www.chaoticmoon.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, of course, at Chaotic Moon. As far as contact information, our phone number is 512-420-8800. You can always contact us at hello at chaoticmoon.com, and uh, the information will be routed right to Good the correct point. people. Very good. Well, Mark, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to come and chat with us about your amazing company. We always enjoy talking to all the professionals in the industry, especially progressive technology companies like Chaotic Moon. Your expertise is appreciated by us here on the show as well as, of course, by our listeners. And it's exciting to, to help the industry understand there are companies out there that can make things so much easier and cheaper. All you have to do is just pick up the phone and call or go to their website. So thank you very much. It was my pleasure. I appreciate it. You know, Kim, as big as oil and gas is in Texas and in the United States, there are still a lot of companies that operate in the Stone Ages. And there is modern technology available and modern software and modern hardware available. And, and that's... That's where Mark is going to make a big splash in this industry. And congratulations, Mark. You get to be the topic of today's trivia question. If you're the first person to email the correct answer to this trivia question to Kim at shalemag.com, you'll win yourself a $75 gift certificate to the Palm Restaurant. That's right, Alvin. Here's today's trivia. Today's guest, Mark Budria, holds what title at Chaotic Moon Studios? Please email me your response to Kim, K-Y-M, at shellmag.com. Again, that's K-Y-M at shell, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Remember that the first correct email wins a $75 gift certificate from the Palm Restaurant in Houston, Texas. And we'll be right back with In the Oil Patch in 60 seconds.
Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here. You know, I could spend the next 60 seconds telling you how Blue Bonnet Ford sells more Super Duty trucks than any other dealer in South Texas. I could also tell you that Blue Bonnet Ford sells more fleet vehicles than any other Ford dealer in South Texas. I could even tell you about the 13 President's Awards that Blue Bonnet Ford has received, but I'd rather tell you why. Look, it's no secret the oil patch will punish your work trucks day in and day out and even your built ford tough trucks well they need to be serviced too so do you let them sit for weeks at your local dealership or do you call teresa you see blue bonnet ford has teresa when you call teresa her team will pick up your ford truck for service and provide you with a 24-hour diagnosis most authorized repairs are done and your truck is delivered back to the oil patch in just a few days that's the blue bonnet difference so don't let downtime cost you thousands call teresa today and keep your fleet working here's the number 210-643-4391 Again, write it down, 210-643-4391, or check us on the web at bbmotors.com. Blue Bonnet Ford, a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. Just a friendly reminder that the Roseland Charity Golf Tournament is coming up on Monday, June 29th at the Moody Gardens Golf Course. The event will benefit the Texas Wounded Warrior Foundation. The golf tournament will be followed by Roseland's South Texas Showdown Oil & Gas Expo on July 1st and 2nd. And country superstar Dustin Lynch will be performing on the first night of the expo. For ticket sales and event information, call 903-787-7544 or visit roselandoilandgas.com. Once again, that's 903-787-7544 or roselandoilandgas.com. Kim and Alvin, what a great show today. Now, where can our listeners find a podcast of today's show? On our website, which is shellmag.com, that's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com, there is a listing of all the podcasts of all of our past shows as well as today's show. And, Kim, not only do we have a great radio show, you also have a great magazine. And what other content can a listener find at shellmag.com? Well, the magazine is definitely created to be an educational resource for businesses, elected officials, and other oil and gas companies that want to market or engage with the latest things that are occurring in the industry. We really focus on trying to help everyone understand what is the industry doing, any new things that are occurring, regulation, what is the Railroad Commission up to, uh, what are some of the majors doing, as well as just trying to help businesses grow their economic development amongst oil and gas companies. Well, that about does it for this week's Indy Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine and sponsored by Steer and the Calic Auto Group. Kim Bilotto and Alvin Bailey, I'm Roy Holly. So long, everybody. You've been listening to In the Oil Patch with Roy Holly, Kim Bilotto, and Alvin Bailey. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer.